Hi, and welcome to Waste It Takes episode 163, which is dial up Chinese internet, 163.com. If you're in China and you need dial up internet, you, you go to 163.com. I guess that gets you into the internet. I don't know. My name's Trey. Numbers over there. Yeah, well, when I Googled 163, you should have seen the stuff that came up. It was bananas. I saw I was looking at it. Yeah, insane. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Cameron and Dylan. How are we doing, gentlemen? We're doing good. We're doing good. Tucker will be joining us uh, shortly. Um, but let's get into winners and losers. I mean, the Jets believe that uh, if Derek Carr goes there, um, that he would be a Hall of first ballot Hall of Famer and would win a Super Bowl. So Jets are very interested. Sounds like so we'll give Dylan. He's Who on. He's on winter watch. The jet. That's the reports coming out of New York is that they think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer in New York Jet Green. I don't know about that. If he wins the Super Bowl. That. Yeah. Well, he he. They said he was going to win a Super Bowl as well. So, um, anyone else got winners and losers? I can't think of a single thing. Um, but to add on to that, David Carr's brother also said that it's going to be a long process, which means if the Jets are the first option. And he said it's going to be a long process. It means he's probably already saying no to the Jets, and he's ready for more people to, to want him. Cam, Jets just coming in hot early. Cam, Cam's New York Giants are all over the news of the offseason so far. A couple losers for him. Sounds like Saquon is on his way out the door, and Danny Jones is looking for Pat Mahomes-type money. Uh, Cam, how are you feeling about, about these reports coming in? So, Daniel Jones one is, is funny. Um, I think there's a couple things that can happen with him. So, he wants 45 mil right now, which is laughable. We don't give him that if he is – I'm trying to compare to a player like that. You would give that money, and there's maybe three or four the couple times. So, <laughs> no, absolutely not. You're not in that short list, buddy. I don't mind getting rid of him if he wants to play that card. I didn't think he would. I thought he would try to, to play it down after the season, um, try to build with his franchise. Here's the thing. Nobody is going to give him anything more than 25. Oh, right? oh, he, he does not know his value. I don't know where that number is coming from. Yeah, I mean, we can tag him or we can let him walk. I think we let him go to free agency. Well, he's in free agency, I guess. But we just let him go. Let him. Go to the Sharks. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's gonna want him for anything over twenty five. Saquon Maybe. though. Saquon, on the other hand, the the myth, the disconnect is apparently very short. Um, if he wants fourteen, we were willing to give twelve and a half or something like that. So I think that I'll just give him the money. I think they're also think waiting on Danny. They're kind of. Trying to get both of them, or which one are they going to be able to get? I say you pay Saquon now. Let him know that he's more important than Daniel Jones. I'm kind of over Danny's games at this point. You're not 45 million. You're 4.5 million. Relax. All right. Um, well, in better news for you, Cam, um, we do have a tie on the poll. Potential for you to pull a win here. You and Dylan are up for the AirPod. Uh, regalia here. Uh, let me just pull up the takes. We had 13 votes. Dylan with his Derek Carr, oh, Derek Carr New York Jets take 
had 31% of the vote, and Cam with the Russell Wilson uh, giving money to Roger Goodell to ensure a Super Bowl take with 31% of the vote. So let's take a look at the scores. Cam is up 3-2 to two on Dylan. I have an AirPod in my hand. Dylan, would you like to uh, pick or defer? Uh, I'll defer. All right, left Cam. pod. That's a left pod. Left That's pod? a left pod. Left pod. That is a right pod. There it is. There it that is. is. A right pod. Big points to Dill. Pulls even with Cam at the top of the leaderboard. Wow. I am still. I haven't been there in a while. Trey, how many points do you have? Zero. Still uh, yet to get on the board. That's crazy. Uh, how many weeks has it been? Uh. Three, Probably six, seven, eight, eight, two months. Wow. That's yeah. three, three, two, zero. Three, three, two, zero. Wow. Wow. Hey, you know, I needed a challenge this year um, to come to, to make some comebacks. And, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get. I think oh. I have, I have like half of what I had last year. I think we all have to get through <laughs> for trade to suck, right? I mean, it's, it's happening. I got- at this point, I'm just ready for Trey to get zero. You know, I'm trying to do a better job of giving, you know, wasted takes and kind of out there takes, not necessarily, you know, pander takes. Yeah, yeah you're not pandering. Isn't it crazy that when you stop just making everything, everything about the New York, I mean, the New England Patriots and the Red Sox and the Celtics, you don't get as many points, Trey? It is crazy. You're like yes. playing on even playing field with us now. Well, my brain's just getting a little a little more out there, you know. It's my I'm going back to back wasted takers. I just have to try to make it a challenge for myself. It's like it's like Brady, you know. He's just purposely he trying just, to mess up in the regular season, so he goes into exhausted the exhausted every. I mean, I could give a Patriots take. I could give a Patriots take every week on this show. I could tell you how Matt Slater is a terrible signing for the Patriots right now, but I'm not going. Did we talk to Matt Slater? Yeah, we did. Um, I thought. Tired. No, he's coming back for like $4 million. I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't come back. Um, I do have a take that is a Boston take, but it is a wasted take. So um, so the Boston Red Sox have started their preliminary workouts um, down in Fort Myers or wherever the hell they play. Where is it, Dill? Is it Fort Myers? Yeah, it is. Fort Myers at JetBlue Park? Yes, this afternoon. Yep, so they've started up, and a lot of the reports coming out are there is no one there. Nobody has gone to see the Boston <laughs> Red Sox. There was a picture of them running across the field with seven people watching in the Ooh. background. Yeah. Is so. this just pitchers and catchers reporting right now? Or? Yeah, but it's yeah. usually huge. But it's usually very packed. The Red Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox usually do pretty well. Watch that. I think this. Well, if you're a, if you're one of those diehard Red Sox baseball, if you go to spring training, like seriously, like you plan a vacation around spring training, you're you're not job. You're a psycho. Uh, yeah. I will say, I actually did when I was a kid. Well, okay, as a kid is a different. If you and got you a kid that loves baseball, when I went, I met Pat Gillick on the plane ride over and became pen pals the GM of the Phillies and got autographed baseballs from Jimmy Rollins, Ryan Howard, Jason Veritek, Coco Chris. I'm talking about Jimmy Fallon from Fever Pitch. We plan our boys' trip around spring training every year. That's the psychos that are down there. Anyways, that nobody's there. Kind of fun. Nobody's there. Am I, am I crazy? 
And obviously, they've had a tough offseason. I don't know if you guys tuned into the spring meetings at all or saw anything that came out of there, but Heim Bloom and John Henry got booed like you would not believe it. So I started thinking about attendance numbers and how this season is going to affect attendance. Now, obviously, things could flip at any moment. If they're good, things could change. And I actually don't think that it'd be crazy if they came out and started playing well. Like, I just, this is how the Red Sox are. They suck and then they're good. They suck and then they're good. So um, I was looking at last year's attendance numbers. Um, and the Red Sox were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth in attendance for last year with 2.6 million people coming to the ballpark during the season. Number one was the Dodgers with 3.8. So ahead of the some notable teams ahead of the Red Sox are the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and yeah, the Yankees and the Blue Jays in their division pull in more people than they do. Um, going down the rest of the division, the Orioles are coming in bottom seven with one point three million, and the Rays are bottom three with one point one million. So I told you this was going to be a waste to take. The Boston Red Sox are going to rank last in attendance this year. Now, obviously, they're going to what? In the AL East. Last yeah. in attendance in the AL East this year. Now, obviously, they pull big numbers just because it's Fenway. It's a great ballpark. People want to see it. But I'm going to anticipate breakout years from the Rays and the Orioles they're going to be right in the chase. They're going to be two of the best teams in the MLB. They're going to pack those stadiums. Canham Yards, great place to, to go see the game. That one's easy. Tropicana, a little tougher, but the team's going to be so good and so so fun to watch that people are going to pile into the stadium and the Red Sox. Everybody hates John Henry. Everybody hates Heim Bloom. They're going to be mass boycotts at the games. The Red Sox are coming in last in the AL East in attendance in 2023. That's the take. Um. I'm going to jump in, and I think that if the Red Sox didn't win a single game this year, they would still have higher attendance numbers than the Baltimore Orioles. I don't know why, though. Because the Orioles have a sweet ballpark. Nobody cares about it. No one gives a shit about the Orioles. That's like caring about the Washington Wizards. Yeah, but they have a cool, like, they're a cool uniform. They are. (laughs) Exactly. My God! You ever go to Camden, yeah, Camden Yards? It's a great ballpark. About the Baltimore Orioles, they would be shocked that there was a team called the Baltimore Orioles. I, I would bet you any amount of money if you trade. Ask your girlfriend right now what sport the Baltimore Orioles play. My my girlfriend's not here. Don't ask Linnea. <laughs> What sport did the Orioles play? What sport did the Baltimore Orioles play? Lindsay knows. Damn it. Hold on. Linnea's in route. Um, there's a guy, there's a picture of a guy who uh, was wearing an Orioles hat in like Korea or something. And an American guy went up to him and was like, hey, go over. Oh, I saw that. He's like, oh, oh, you mean my hat? Yeah, I just like the duck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lene is here. Um, the Baltimore Orioles. What sport do they play? She said basketball. Oh. <laughs> baseball. Baseball. The other I told sport. you. They're just like 
No one gives a shit about the Baltimore Orioles. Well, they had a better attendance than the Rays did last year. No. I'm just I'm just I'm trying to get out there with my takes. Cam, agree, disagree? I'm just letting you know it's not gonna happen. So listen. I disagree. The Fenway's a great place to watch ball game. I like Fenway. It's America's uh, most beloved ballpark. And if they won zero games, Tucker, everyone would want to go to the game to catch their first win. So, yeah, that's about fair. That um, no, I, right. think, I think the Baltimore Orioles Stadium, despite being in an awfully awful city from what I hear, awful the part stadium of town, is great. Too. It's in a great location. The harbor in Baltimore is beautiful. Uh, also, Lindsay said, I'm not stupid. They play baseball. I went to school with Miguel Tejada's daughter. So, okay, so she had big steroids guy. Did, yeah. Did, did well, she ask her about that? Did you ever ask her about her dad's steroid use? <laughs> that would be. They were in fifth grade, so it didn't quite come up. That would be a wild thing to ask a fifth grade. Like, what do you think about your dad's steroid use? Okay, so they're doing a lot of work on Fenway right now. They're putting in LED lights for the home runs that are going to blink and flash. When they when they hit home runs, what if there's a massive accident and part of the grandstand collapses? Then they won't be able to have people in. I'm just saying something's gonna happen. I to still where think the, the Orioles annual attendance, the wall falls over. Yeah, the Green Monster fall. Something's gonna happen, and people aren't gonna go to the game. Still, I go to a game. No, so, no, this is not gonna happen. The the Rays have been to the World Series. Uh, and I've been to. They get no fans. Nobody in Florida likes baseball. It's unbelievable. They'd never get any fans. I've been uh, to both the Tampa Bay Rays and the Orioles Stadium. The Tampa Bay Rays. I like Camden Yards. I like I like Tropicana more than Camden Yards. That's insane. Can I? I, I mean, the the field of play is terrible. It's like the worst. Field of play. Field yeah, but of play. it's more fun. It's I, but it's not about. Domes, domes are fun. Okay, can I amend my take? Because I realize it's it's too far no, out there. No, no amending. All right, Trey, go ahead. They will come uh, outside of the top fifteen. They will be below fifteenth in attendance. They they are at eighth right now. That's that's tough. I mean, I think I I don't think so. But I think they're going to be lower than eight. I think they're going to be lower than last year by, by a pretty heavy margin. They would have to be passed by the Cubs, Rockies, Mets, Giants, Angels, Brewers, and Mariners to end up there. I can see most of those happening. Shout out the <laughs> Brewers for packing it in there in a while. <laughs> I mean, and... You know what? Screw it. I'll stick with my original take. I'll stick with my original take. That was cowardly. I'll stick with my original take. I've been to that airport. There's not much going on. Nice work, Trey. I'm proud of you for sticking with the original. All right. Who's next? Um, I'll go. I have one of my notes. Yes. Mine is about the NBA trade deadline. Specifically, Russell Westbrook. No, don't do it to me. More like Westbrick. Oh. Uh. Thank you for saying that, Trey, because that leads perfectly into my take. Russell Westbrook is the most disrespected player in the in NBA history. I think we've brought this up before. I, I stand by it. 
Like, it's crazy that Russell Westbrook, like, was Mr. Triple-Double. Got, like, was just called a stat pattern, blah, 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 blah. Now Nikola Jokic is doing the same thing. Tri- Mr. Triple-Double doing the same exact thing. Two-time MVP. Russell Westbrook did it. He's a stat pattern. He's not actually good. His team doesn't win championships. Nikola Jokic hasn't done anything in the playoffs or anything like that. Not a single piece of shit has gone Nikolai Jokic's way about how he's a stat patter or any of that. Russell Westbrook got when became a bench player on the Lakers, took it without a single complaint, without a trade request, without anything. Took it off the chest. Now he's on the Clippers. John Wall got taken out. Russell Westbrook got taken in. The Clippers are making the NBA Finals this year, led by Russell Westbrook. That's my take. Okay. Um, so I Russell, think he's the most disrespected player in the NBA. I hate, I hate, he might be today. Player. He might be today. I mean, didn't he have like a really bad run in Houston where he just couldn't hit a shot and like, like he was getting yelled at by James Harden. I feel like that's kind of where it turned it, around. It just, I, I don't think that he deserves the level of disrespect. I mean, he, he was respected. He won an MVP. Like he was respected. Yeah, but the entire season, when he won his MVP, he was still getting shit talked. Like, for being a stat patter, he's not actually, like, beneficial to the team, blah, 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 blah. Even fucking KD, when he's, like, top five players he played with, forgot about Russ. And put Serge Ibaka on the list and didn't put Russ. Like, Russell Westbrook is so disrespected for being nothing but good. He's never put a complaint out on the city he's played in. He's done charity work in every single city. Like, he's a stand-up dude. Never had a single problem anywhere. Like, there's never been a single Russell Westbrook scandal. Dude, just as a wife and children that he just loves and just, he's just like a wholesome dude. He did come out and say, you can't call me Russell Westbrook because it makes my kids cry. Like, rich (laughs) And everyone's like, yeah, but like, he was good at basketball, but Russ, like, Bricked a couple shots and people are like, "Ew, that's not basketball." It's just gross. Um, where are the Clippers right now in the West? I don't know. Let's no take idea. a look, uh, shall we? Los Angeles. <laughs> they are actually the four seed right now. Um, you know what? I'll agree with you, Tuck. They run in to the Suns. In the Western Conference Finals, and Russell Westbrook goes revenge mode on KD, and they go to the finals and lose to the Celtics. I agree. Uh, Dylan? Wait, I thought, was the take not he's the most underrated? It was what? It was the, the, Clipper, the Clippers are going to the, to the NBA Finals. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, I can, get, I can get behind this a little bit. Um, you know, no one... No one ever roots for the secondary team in a city. You know, no one roots for the Jets. No one roots for the Chicago White Sox. No, no one roots. No one roots for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Um, so I'll get behind this. Go Clippers! Everybody's freaking out about the terrible Lakers with a bad team name in the middle of Southern California. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't it. make any sense. They're from. They, they were should, from Minneapolis. They need to, they need to be the, the palm trees. Make it something that makes more sense. 
Um, I'm a Clippers guy this year. So I'll get on board. As for the Russell Wilson, or Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson isn't um, disrespected enough. Uh, uh, disrespect? What's it mean? I'm fully on board on this because, you know, I got I have respect for him simply because, you know, KD left uh, KC or OKC and Triple B. And Russ stayed and got a bunch of hate because of... Any other superstar in Russ's situation would blame. The fans will blame everything. Yeah. Three problems he's Russ, you never hear a word. The dude became like, ne- hey, we think you'd be better on the Lakers as a backup. And he said, okay. This is a dude, like, no ego. It's just like, yeah, okay, that's what's best. And, that, and that's, what you, that's what you don't get in basketball. Yeah. He's like no. the one dude... That guy. The one superstar that is just, I'm going to here to play and shut up and make money and be a nice guy and play hard and people are going to show me and I'm not going to care. And it's like, yeah. He's like the perfect, he's the perfect he's person to have on like, He doesn't deserve any of the disrespect. No, yeah, I'm with you on that. So I'll, I'll, just because of that, I think I'm a Clippers guy. Give me a jersey. Okay. Are we a Clippers podcast? I think so. Last time I heard uh, anything uh, about the Clippers, uh, what's his face jumped over a car, Griffin. <laughs> let's, uh, you know he's a Celtic now. Blake Griffin's a Celtic. Go ahead, Cam. On the Clipper, po- Clipper podcast, because I have a take as well that is beautiful rebuttal to this. Now, Russell Westbrook, cancerous teammate. Cancer is Teddy City goes to. Uh, can't get it done. Can't win the big game. Which is why I think it's it's perfect time for the Lakers to win the NBA Finals this year. Oh. Um, I think now that Russ is gone, they can finally play as a team again. LeBron, you know, say what you want about the guy. Never hated on him a day in my life, personally. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> You know, he's still, got, he's still got years left in him. And this could be his last year in, in a Lakers uniform. I think he's going to make the most of it. And I think he's they're already trending upwards. They've been doing well um, as of late. They're on their way towards the playoffs. Don't know if they're in the playoffs quite yet, but they're, they're almost there. And once they get in, you guys are they're in trouble. Um, so exact opposite could not be more against Tucker's take. Exact opposite, Russell Westbrook. Well, you know what? It's not opposite because they they very well might meet um, in the Western Conference Finals. But my take is that because Westbrook is gone, the Lakers will, uh, let's say, win the finals. Let's not even say make it. Let's say win. All right. A couple things here. They are 13. 13th. 13th. 13 seed right now. What's the playing cutoff? I don't know how the playoff playing works. Uh, nine. They're a game and a half out. They're a game and a half out. They're a game and a half out. Yeah, like the entire West could make the playoff at this point. Um. So here's the thing. Maybe they will make it in and win the play on playing tournament and make it in. But then they got to go through, you know, teams like the Warriors who are gonna turn it on. The Suns who just loaded up. The Clippers, you know, the Nuggets, oh, obviously the Grizzlies. Dead. I, I, since when are the king the Kings good? 
That's um, insane. Harrison Barnes is on that team. I don't pay any attention to the West. It's hysterical. Um, you give me Lakers versus Kings. Give me Lakers. Kings. Kings. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. But Aren't the Sacramento Kings like the worst team for like years? They yeah. They were always but... terrible, except for one year. I think they won a championship. But anyways. But now they got who did the they, two. Who did they Harrison bring in? Barnes. Who did they bring in? They shipped these guys out. They shipped out Westbrook. They shipped out um, Is... Beverly. Oh, oh, the Lakers. Yeah. I thought we were talking about the Kings. No, who did the Lakers bring in? There's so many teams of basketball. I, just I don't think they really had out. a team. So, so what? So LeBron's got a Herculean effort. Anthony Davis hates LeBron. We saw it during the point thing. He sat on the bench, didn't even watch. Yeah, that him. wasn't good. Your two superstars aren't getting along. You just traded away uh, your entire front court, your your uh, your depth in your front court for what? I don't know. Mo Bamba, I think, is on the Lakers now. Cool song. No chance. Lakers do not sniff the finals. Probably uh, don't sniff the walk that song is big, we've realized. Huh? Yeah, I mean, if they, if they go out to Obamba, like, if they go out to Shaq West Mobamba, I'm not, I'm not ruling out a championship, honestly, at that point. No, it's LeBron's team. They'll come out to, um, uh, whatever that song is. They'll, they'll come out to the LeBron song. Like, like if they if they if they actually go out to Mobamba, I would be a little scared. No, LeBron would never allow that. Um, they'll come Not out sure. to Forever. That's the only song they'll come out to. That's fine. That's a great song to go out to. Um, are you kidding, Tucker? Do you think they win the finals? Uh, the Lakers? No, because I just said the Clippers make win the Western Conference. Okay. Championship. Just, just seeing if Cam convinced you, Dill. Yes. No, absolutely not. Delon. Uh, no, I'm, I'm Clippers. Clippers full. Clippers podcast. Do not hear it. I'm a, uh, I'm a. The Lakers suck, and I, I, I actively root for them to lose. I don't even root for any I'm NBA a team. I I'm loosely a root for the Patriots, for the Patriots, for the Celtics, and I root for the Lakers to lose. I, I'm a Pelicans podcast. I'm just a one-man Pelicans podcast. I'm okay with the Pelicans. I like that pick, Trey, honestly. I, what are they? Zion, they used no to be the, the Atlanta team, or are they still a team? The Hawks still a team. Yeah, Hornets. they have uh, that bald kid. The Hornets. The Hornets, yeah. You know, we were talking the other day about uh, mascots who would win in a fight, stuff like that. Toronto Raptors, 100% dinosaur. All right. Anyway, Del, do you have thought a about take? that after the show. Um... Yeah, I got to take. Uh, switching gears. Up at night. <laughs> switching gears to football. God damn it, I didn't. <laughs> I it's a dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's a dinosaur. Um, yeah, okay. Football. Uh, last week I had a uh, quarterback take, won me a point. This year, I'm doubling, or this year, this episode, I'm doubling down, going for another quarterback take. Uh, this time we're talking Lamar Jackson. Uh, buckle in, cause I got a little bit of, uh, a little bit of explaining to do. Uh, so first of all, I think franchise tags became active, uh, what, yesterday or two Today. days ago? Today. Today. Um, now Baltimore is in a sticky situation. 
I mean, do they bring back Lamar? Do they franchise tag him? Do they sign him again? Do they do they just let him go to free agency? This is what I think they're going to do. I don't think they... For the franchise tags, you have to have the money to be able to do that. It's not like you can just, like, give them to people. Right? In, in your... In your salary cap? I'm confused as to the question. When you franchise tag someone, there's two types. There's one where you use like the restricted and unrestricted, essentially. Yeah, yes. It's all fake. Yes, I think so. Cam on this, I believe it's all. <laughs> well, then we know the cap is. There's a there's you can you can put a I forget what it is, but you can offer like give them an offer sheet and then teams can match it. Um, or no, other team, it's where they go, they're restricted free agents, basically. So they go out and they can get deals, and then the home, the team that owns their contract can match it for the same price, and they have to sign for that team. I don't think it's a franchise tag, technically. It's just your restricted free agent. I forget how it works. Well, I know that there's two types of franchise tags. There's one where they get uh, exclusive rights, and there's ones where they don't. And the ones that they don't, they... Well, that you just need to, I think you need to have the money up front in order to be able to do these things. And I don't think Baltimore has enough to do the restricted one. I think they're going to give him the, the secondary one with the unrestricted, where it has something to do with uh, other teams can sign a guy, but they have to give up picks or something. I don't know. It's okay, weird. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So it's, there's the non-exclusive tag where they can tag them. For, and then they still get the average of the five largest prior year salaries for play, players with the position. And then they're allowed to negotiate a contract with any club. If they sign with another club, then they get compensatory picks. That's where the, the picks come in. Right. Two first rounders. And then there's the ex- ex- exclusive where it's just the normal franchise tag. And then the transition tag. Um, so the first one. They're going to do the first one. Okay. Because they don't have enough money for the exclusive one. Now, uh, Lamar is going to, because when he gets when he gets tagged, he's just going to be like, ah, oh, whatever. Uh, maybe show up, maybe not show up. The new the new offensive coordinator for Baltimore was like trying to sideswipe questions, like if you guys tag him, what do you like? And and he doesn't show up to practice and stuff like that. He's like, well, it's not going to be good. Blah blah blah. So. Um, anyway, what's going to happen is Lamar is going to get that, that secondary tag. Then a team is going to swipe in and gobble them up and give up their picks. And that team is going to be the team that lost out on, uh, Deshaun Watson last year, and that team's going to be the Atlanta Falcons. Mar Jackson will be on the Atlanta Falcons next year. If they can't afford to lose another guy again, they're going to go all in as soon as Lamar gets tagged on that secondary uh, tag thing, whatever whatever you call it. Un- exclusive, non-exclusive, non-exclusive whatever. Non-exclusive tag. Um, I mean, the tag business, I don't know why we're, why we're entangling ourselves with the tag. <laughs> but, um, 
I really think he's going to end up staying there. I just don't see them. I don't see him playing anywhere else. I don't see them letting him go. Um, I think they're just going to bite the bullet, give him the money. I think they'll regret it because I think he'll continue to get hurt and uh, won't win them a bowl. I think I had made a take on this show that he'll never win a Super Bowl because of his injury history. So um, I don't see it. I think he remains in Baltimore. Tucker? Um, I think someone's going to pay him a bag. I don't. I think the Falcons could be desperate enough. I think there's teams that, look, they have no QB situation, and they're like, maybe Lamar's a risk. But our current QB situation sucks so much. New England? I'd rather, I'd rather risk it on Lamar. New England? That, no, no. Like, <laughs> New England's not in that dire of a need. Like, Trey, we even had QB. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Continue. Um, but, you know, there's teams that haven't had a QB for – 15 years they're like well people really like Lamar so maybe he'll work for us so I kind of I buy in that someone will pay Lamar a bag like there's no way Lamar just goes through a free agency just like on a 30 million dollar contract and just goes about his day someone's paying it just depends where the take is specifically about the tagging I want to emphasize the tagging I know we don't know a lot about it I, I definitely don't. I have no he's, idea. He's going to get that secondary tag, and then teams are going to swoop in, and it's going to be the Falcons. Uh, Cam? Yeah, Lamar's going to the Jets. Ben decided already. Um, Dylan, took you a while to get there, man. I was, I was yeah, sure. I had no idea where this was going. Um, glad we got there. I have a crazy Falcons take for next week. So I'm going to hold off on any uh, premature letting the cat out of the bag. But Lamar's going to the Jets. No, and the tag, and he's getting like, all over. So, sure. All right. Let's jump into some segments from this week. Uh, big news in the sports world this week is the NBA. So I think this actually happened before the Super Bowl, but obviously we're not going to talk about anything other than football. But NBA trades. So the two biggest ones... Of course, Kyrie destroying another team. Uh, I guess he didn't technically destroy the Celtics. But walking out, giving up on another team after this dude. I mean, so the timeline for this guy signing there. First, he says in Boston, I want to resign here. Then he puts on a miserable act and is an asshole and leaves in free agency. Goes to Brooklyn, teams up with KD. His plan from, from like a year before that. Uh, that he got offended about, if you ask him about, goes there. COVID hits. Well, first they they beat the beat the Celtics in the playoffs. Um, oh no, COVID hits first. He's not vaccinated. He can't play in New York. They beat the Celtics in the playoffs. He stomps on Lucky the Leprechaun, and then everything falls apart. He can't play because of the shot issue. He has issues with the racist comments. He gets dropped from Nike. And he overall, they I think he, Harden, and KD played like 16 games total together. He played like, I don't know, like half the games in the, his time there. Just a miserable bastard. So he gets shipped off. He was trying to orchestrate it to the Lakers. 
the baller owner, Josiah, I think is his name, was like, no chance. We're sending you to Dallas, which I think is actually a decent spot for him with Luka. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he starts to get crazy down there. I saw some great tweets that were like, Kyrie can definitely get into JFK assassination conspiracies now that he's in Dallas. So that happens, and then KD is like, well, I'm not staying here. Why the hell would I stay here? So he requests a trade, or I don't think he actually technically did, but the Nets are like, screw this. We're not dealing with these a-holes anymore. They ship KD down to, uh, to Phoenix to play with the Suns. They're a crazy squad now. Um, I really don't think either of these, think these trades are going to matter. Um, I don't see... KD leading the Suns to anything. I don't see Kyrie leading the Mavs to anything. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, they're playing. They've gone to play with some of the best players in the league. Luka, Booker, who I think is a bit of a fraud. But, I mean, I'm just happy to see the Nets are dead. The Celtics kind of killed them last year in the sweep. That was pretty embarrassing. And, uh, yeah, don't stomp on Lucky the Leprechaun. Just bad things happen to your franchise. Tucker, your thoughts on any NBA trades, those ones, or any other ones that piques your interest? I mean, I want to touch on the KD one specifically because that's the most KD trade ever. Like, KD going there is just perfectly KD. You know, like, I feel like everyone could have seen that one coming. Uh, um, but the Kyrie, screw that dude. He's awful. I think everyone hates him. Um, I, as for, um, anything else, I can't really think of anything else. Oh, the Russell Westbrook we already talked on. Uh, there's nothing else I can really think of off the top of my head, though. Can I just say, I don't understand the NBA now, because these guys get traded, and then they get contract buyouts, and then they go other places. I don't get that. What's the point of trading for them? Is that the, like? I don't know how many times you gotta ask. It's not real. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what's the what's the point? Like, is it the trade exemption thing that they get that they can like, sign a guy for more money or less money? Or I don't understand contracts in the NBA. I don't understand trades in the NBA. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but it just seems all too complicated. Russell Westbrook gets traded. Where did he get traded to? Like Utah, and then he had a buyout, and now he's in LA. And then Pat Bev got traded, and he had a he had a buyout, and now he's somewhere else. I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't keep Chicago. up. With this stuff. Uh, Cam, any Pat, any, Beverly is great. any trade things? To you know, Pat, Pat Beverly is a man. That's all I got. I think he's so funny. He said that he decided to go to the Bulls because that's the best best shot he had to lead his lead the team to the championship or something. Super not not the star of any team out there, but just really funny guy. Uh, <clears throat> what was the take that somebody had about? Filming somebody, the only reason that they were there was to film, uh, film somebody doing something bad. Oh, uh, D'Angelo Russell in L.A. Okay, we gotta keep an eye on that. Yeah. But <laughs> other than, other than that, I got nothing. That's really disappointing that 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 one didn't win for me. I like that take. Uh, <coughs> Dylan, NBA thoughts on all trades? <coughs> um, I don't really. Uh. I think the the trade thing you talk about uh, with you know person going somewhere and then being bought out to me it kind of sounds like waivers. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, it, it what is. do you mean you make a trade and then the then next they thing buy you know, then you buy out their contract team? and then they're free agent. 
So Who it's pays like, out the contract? The team. The team pays the guy to go away, I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's stick NBA. Uh, the All-Star Weekend was this past weekend. Dunk contest. Mac- Max McClung wins it. I've given up on the dunk contest. I think it's stupid. I think it's... it's oh, you said this dunk contest was good? I mean, I saw the guy. I saw his highlights. They were cool dunks. I think this is awesome. I mean, they were cool dunks. Dunk contest is back. I don't think it's back. I don't think it's back because you have guys like Max McClung winning it. I literally saw him. I was like, this dude is not a professional basketball player. Like, who is Oh, my who God. You're an idiot. No, he's athletic as hell, and he, and he dunked the ball like crazy, and it was awesome. And But it's just like, I, I don't care about these. Give, no, but I know, don't care about these no-name players. I don't, I don't care. I think it's great. I think he didn't he get drafted originally, and then he went to the G League, and he's good enough to play. Maybe just yeah, the bench a little bit. Yeah, he was the G League MVP last year. I, yeah, he's but, sick. He, Whoop-de-doo. He doesn't move the needle I for think, me. I think Ja Morant needs to be in the no, dunk contest. No, but he'll never do it because they, they, they yeah. he'll never do it because there's not enough incentive to do it and they just have these no-name there was a guy in it like four years ago that had dunked twice in the NBA and he made it to the dunk contest. Like, I think it's a joke. That's, I think it's, that's where I agree with you. I think I think since they're not doing anything to incentivize, no, it's not even that. You shouldn't need an incentive to enjoy the dunk contest as a player who's very good at dunking. You should, and since they're not doing it, give all the credit to the guys that, I mean, Mac McClung's probably making so much money off of that. And it's like living on a tree. Was $95,000 before the dunk contest. And you get like a million bucks for winning. For winning the dunk contest. How many times? 100K. I thought it was like a million. Money incentive doesn't really incentivize, like. I actually enjoyed it. A money incentive doesn't make me want to do it if I'm like a top tier guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I I don't know how they would incentivize it. I just miss the days when it was like Dwight Howard and Blake Griffin and like doing like crazy stuff. Like jumping over that car was the coolest dunk ever. It's just stupid. It's like bringing the pomp and circumstance. Like how impressive? How many? How impressive can you really get with a dunk? Like it's like. You, you have to bring out the, the showmanship, I think, a little more. And, like, McClung, he 360'd and then hit the backboard and then dunked it. It was very athletic. But, like, I don't know. It just doesn't – it doesn't move. In, it's like I've said this before. The home run derby is so good because you have the best hitters in the sport getting up there. N- household names, absolutely nuking balls. And for this, it's just like, oh, here's a G League player and the 12th man for the Grizzlies is here. Like, it's, it's like, it just, it doesn't move the needle for me. Dill, you agree? Disagree? Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um, I mean, we talk about this every year. Uh, it's the fourth year of us talking about this. It just comes down to, there's a different sort of mindset amongst players. You know, it used to be, you know, I'm going to beat you at this task. You know, what? it's not a game atmosphere. It's the it's the all-star. Like, you, you, you want it to be an all-star. You want it to be the best. You want it to be your your fellow uh, ri- or your rivals or, or maybe even friends at the extra stuff involved around the sport. Um, guys just don't need it anymore. There's not, there's not money incentive for them. There's not... 
there's not brand recognition incentive for them for by doing this. Um, all I know is uh, like playing NBA Live 2007. Used to just rip the three point contest all the time. The dunk contest. Who won the three point Those contest? Because the they did have actual names in that one. No idea. No idea. Like I said, doesn't move the needle like it used to. Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, it, it became the Sprite Dunk Contest, and at that point, nobody cared. Well, the, it's just like Hall of Famers used to do it. Like, Michael Jordan did a dunk contest. Like, I don't know. Just I don't know how you make him more sensitive, yeah, it's just, but it's just the type of films, right? It's the type of player now. It's the type of people. I mean, it's the same thing across all sports. Baseball is the only one that gets away with it, I think, because uh, it's not contact. Like, there's no it's, injury. It's, I mean, there is a little bit. <laughs> they, they screw up their swing. That's the thing. They can, they can, they can, you can hurt yourself swinging that hard for that long. But um, it's not the same as doing the a baseball all star game. Like you have to play a full baseball game. You can't, you can't half ass a baseball game. And I'm pretty sure the guys that are in the all in the home run derby or take place in any of the activities. Uh, and like the on the, at the weekend are also like have to be all stars. Yeah, I think that's a I good rule. Uh, I, think that's I don't a good think rule. you can be a part of the home run derby and not be. I think you might actually All-Stars. be able to though. I think you are. I don't know. I would like that rule for the NBA though. You have to make the all star game to be. Yeah, that you know, that would be a way to do that. But they would they would never do that. What did I didn't I have a take about this last year where they needed to implement? Something, yeah. All star judge, uh, a real all star judge uh, panel for all sports that was like the Olympic committee. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. All right. In terms of the all star game itself, Team Giannis wins. Uh, I had made a comment. I don't really get, I don't think that the schoolyard picking thing is necessary. I guess I just like the old school fashion where it's East versus West, our best versus your best. Now it's a mix of all the guys. I'm so against you here. The draft is way better. Yeah, I, would try. I, th- I just think it's better if you have the more traditional format. I, it, I imagine that NBA fans, I just think it's it's cool to see the conferences going against each other. And guys that are rivals that play four times a year play on the same team. Like, yes, you still get that in, in cases, but you also get them playing. You get like them playing against each other. I don't know. It's just I just like the old format. Maybe it's just me being a stickler for the old I, stuff. I think you're a stickler here. Like, there were some cool things. Like, the NBA... Uh, all-star game sucks, but not because of the format. The draft is fun. It was probably the thing I looked forward to most out of the entire game. Because, like, you know, someone's getting picked last, and it wasn't Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Did you guys see Nikola Jokic's? I didn't um, watch a second. Didn't watch a second of it. Watch the highlights. Uh, Nikola Jokic, it was him and Laurie Markkinen left. They're the only two people left out of the starters. Nikola Jokic just stands up and walks to LeBron just as it to say, like, I'm not fucking going last. Just like LeBron has not picked him yet. He just walks up behind LeBron, like slaps him on the back. It's like, not me. Like, I'm the two time MVP. You're not picking Laurie Markinen before me. I'm picked. Like, great. Do they then, um? Do they still like, do the the open quarter thing where it's like first to 145 yeah. points or something like that? So the fourth quarter, it's first to 24 points. I mean, so in the fourth quarter, it's whatever the winning team has plus 24 to 
to win the game, which is fun. I like that because it kind of like, you know, it's going to be like a game-winning shot no matter what, which is fun. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think the coolest thing about it was the only defense that was played was uh, Jalen Brown versus Jason Tatum were playing hard defense against each other. I wouldn't say hard. They were, but they were like actually defending each other. It was one v ones, and they're just going at each other. It was fun. Like that was a fun part to watch. Well, it was definitely a Celtics themed night. Joe Mazzulla was one of the coaches, and then you had Jalen and Jason. Jalen with his mask on. Jason, um, Jason winning MVP sets the scoring record for fifty five. I'll say this about those two guys. First of all. Jalen, you can tell how much these guys really want to do this, and I don't understand why it's such a big deal in the NBA. Because, first of all, Jalen rushed himself back to play this game with a broken face. In other All-Star games, like in the in the NFL uh, All-Star game and the NHL All-Star games, guys are like, I'm I'm busy. I'm I got stuff going on. I'm not I'm not going. Like I I'm taking vacation. Like think about the quarterbacks this year in the Pro Bowl. It was like Tyler Huntley. And th- and this they want to be there Derek so Carr. they want to be there so bad and I really don't get why but so, like it means something I think it just means more in the NBA to be an All Star I think carries more weight than to be a Pro Bowler like it carries the same weight as being All Pro in the NFL like people care about being All Pro and who gets All Pro no one gives a shit about who's in the Pro Bowl because who's in the Pro Bowl is who's available. Like, you get into the Pro Bowl because some guy got injured or this, that, and the other thing. Like, NBA, there's 30 guys total that make the NBA All-Star game. Um, that, that's a big deal. Tatum made a huge deal out of winning MVP. He said he really, really wanted it. Uh, it was really well, it was special to him. the first one that was um, – it was the first year that was the Kobe Bryant trophy. Yeah, and, like – I, and like, he's I, a huge Kobe guy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's just to me, it's it's not that important to me. And the the good thing I will say is the last six, the last five, six NBA fi- NBA All Star Game MVPs were Finals MVPs as well, which is a crazy stat. So Celtics are on track apparently. Um, I just I really I really they're playing well, so I'm not going to get on them. It's just like okay, let's go in the second half now. Like this was cool. Move on. Uh, but Tatum talked so much about how special it was and how big a deal it was. And whatever. They're winning, so just keep winning, and we won't have a problem. Uh, Cam, you've been silent the whole time. You got anything on the All-Star game? No, I have absolutely nothing. Didn't watch that. Although, I, uh, no, I didn't watch that. Um, okay, uh, last thing we'll get to before I list guys a movie. The XFL is oh, back. Oh, I forgot about the movie. Um, XFL is back. Um, didn't watch any of the games, but I did see some of the highlights. Ben DiNucci flipping, like underhanded flipping Mahomes style a ball to Josh Gordon, which was wild. Um, I don't know. It seemed like people were a little more amped up this time around for this iteration. This is what the third time, they, third time they've tried these, these games, these, this, these leagues in the last four or five years. So. I just don't see it catching on, man. And I really hope they do. I saw some people put some some good ideas out. Like maybe you can sign a future contract. I think we've talked about it on the show and develop them at, in the XFL. Um, no, so that's the whole point of this. So I just read about this XFL. And the whole point is 
that it's basically they have a contract with the NFL. They're a feeder. They're trying to make this like a feeder program for the NFL. Yeah, and that's that'll that'll only succeed if the NFL itself promotes it and puts effort into it. And I have not seen one thing from the NFL. I'm I'm actually surprised to hear that they're in conjunction because it seems like the NFL wants to rule the market. But um, yeah, I mean there was some there was some pop moment, moments. I think we all have to pick our team, do we not? And start start following them along the way. The gamblers. I like that Sea Dragon team, whatever the hell they were. Let's see. How here. about the fans throwing lemons? That, so the fans were the best part. The fans um, were throwing beers like crazy, throwing lemons because they took their beer snakes away. Um, yeah, they were the best part of the, I think, of the weekend. And you know, it seems like it's just NFL, but actually they're embracing the fun, which is great. So we've got the St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Sea Dragons, Arlington Renegades, Houston Roughnecks, DC Defenders, San Antonio Brahmas, Vegas Vipers, Orlando Guardians. I guess I'm a Guardians fan. Guardians fan? I think I'm rolling with the Sea Dragons. I'm rolling with the Houston team. Houston Roughnecks? Yeah. I thought, was was the the Gamblers, uh... Might have been USFL. I thought the... So, why is there two, why is there two new leagues now? (laughs) Is the USFL still in, still in, uh... Still on operation? Yeah, it's starting up in like April or something. I thought. But I saw an ad for it. Anyone that's in both leagues, you think? <laughs> Got a bunch of games to get to. USFL teams are the Birmingham Stall- Stallions, the Houston Gamblers, Memphis Showboats, Michigan Panthers, New Jersey Generals, that's my team, New Orleans Breakers, Philadelphia Stars, and Pittsburgh Maulers. I can't yeah, so there's the gamblers. So there's a, there's two Houston. They got Houston teams in all three football leagues. Football town. Wait, are we watching the XFL or the USFL? XFL is on right now. The I don't, XFL is what's happening right now. USFL is yeah, I don't know anything what's about that? the USFL. I'm so lost. I can't even find anything. You didn't see Where? any of the highlights this weekend? No, I just, I'm like, I looked up like, Renegades quarterback, and it's like Landry Jones, who was the Renegade. I'm just lost, and he's not. AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron had a huge comeback victory this week. All right, let's uh, move on. XFL's back. We'll keep it posted. Oh, wait, do we have teams yet? I, I'm going with the Sea Dragons, Seattle Sea Dragons. Going with the Renegades. Uh. Cam, you said you were the Orlando team, the Guardians. Yeah, close to home. I think they're a new team. I think they're they weren't in it before. They don't have a. Oh, yeah, and we, and we got arena football coming back. As arena well. football is coming back as well at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to arena football games for sure. If there's one like in Albany or Springfield, I'm going. One of the best video games ever, Arena Football League. Arena Football 2006. Row guys over the boards like hockey. Um, all right, let's move on list, guys. We wanted to do this last week. We ran out of time. I think it's a pertinent time for this argument. Top five quarterbacks of all time. Um, Mahomes has put in, you know, his resume, it seems, to be considered in the top five. Um, so we'll have to slot him in accordingly. Um, and then, you know, we've got we've got an interesting, interesting list here. 
Um, all right. Let me just do one thing before I pick. If anyone wants to go first, they can. With number five. Never mind. I'm going to go. I got I'll it. I'll go first. Okay. I can go. Okay, go. Number five, I got a good friend by the name of Ala John Elway, 1985, 98-yard touchdown drive. It's John Elway. Um, this is a guy who <clears throat> won a couple of bowls, got the stats. Going back and watching him, he's just a tough player. Um, he also ran the ball a good amount, and it just goes back to that helicopter flip play. He was very animated quarterback. Got whipped up in the air, got up, got the next play going. Um, and you know, you don't really remember the other guys on those on those Broncos teams, and that really means that the quarterback had a had a big play in it. So I got John Elway at number five. All right, I got Elway at six. Uh, this was a tough one between him and my number five, but I just looked at the numbers and I got to go. Despite the Super Bowl wins, I got to go my number five, Aaron Rodgers. Um, the reason I picked him over Elway, he has a much better winning percentage. He has nearly uh, 4,000 more yards passing, which is I don't think is a big deal, but he has 149 more uh, touchdowns and like 130 less interceptions. So, I mean, it's, Elway was kind of a... You know, he had some rough patches in his career. He kind of threw a ton of interceptions. So, uh, Rodgers, all-time loser, but probably people say the most talented quarterback of all time. If he had a winning, you know, quotient in him, he uh, maybe could have been the GOAT. Uh, but obviously, having the one Super Bowl, you cannot put him any higher than five. Um, hurting yeah, his, yeah, technically has not won a Super Bowl. Um, he's hurting his legacy as he moves on. Um, I think if he got to a new team and really like got the winning feeling back and wanted to prove everybody wrong, um, then uh, he could propel himself further. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's kind of checked out and just good to roll in there and collect a paycheck. Anyways, I still think he's very talented. One of the biggest arms ever. Mobile threat. Um, yeah, so I have Rodgers at five. Who's next? Um, Trey, I'll follow suit because I actually agree with you. I also have Rodgers at five. I thought this was going to be a hot take on my end, and I didn't think you were going to be on this at all. I thought I was going to get shit on for saying that Rodgers is a top five, but uh, glad to see you're on the side. Um, I think that the modern QBs should get skewed in their favor on a lot of this list, and it definitely is on mine. So, yeah, five is Rodgers. Dale? Um, I'm going to go even more controversial. I'm going for another Green Bay quarterback. I'm going Brett Favre, number five. Uh, many, many games played. He's got most all-time wins, about like 100 regular season wins, like 180. Does he really? Um... Like, of any QB or just Green Bay QBs? Pretty sure it's most, most regular season wins. Absolutely not. 188. There's no way that's more than Brady. Why is this not Yeah, I know. Brady had 251 regular season wins. <laughs> I 
was about yeah, to Yeah, never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, old article from like 2018. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think it still stands. The man played many, too many seasons, retired, came back. Uh, Showed a lady his pee he 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 played some something like was it, like two hundred something games in a row. That's pretty good. No, didn't miss a, didn't miss a start uh, in those years. It was like a lot of years. I, I don't know how many it was. Beat the Patriots um, in the Super Bowl. He's got over seventy thousand passing yards. At one point, was had the most completions. Uh, I. I I put him above Rodgers because he's more hard-nosed. He tried to win every single game. Uh, just wasn't as good. He, he might not have been as good, but he had he he, he willed himself more with more grit. Uh, and and as a as a as a competitor, I put him above some of those that may be more skilled. Each to each their own list. He was also in there's something about Mary, all-time great movie. You haven't seen it. That's true. Uh, Cam. Hey. So I'd just like to preface this. I didn't put anyone with one Super Bowl or less on this list. I respect so, it. Rogers, Breeze, Favre, Marino. Sorry, guys. Marino is not on my list. Also, also Dylan, I'm surprised you're still Favre guy. Um, and you're hyping him up about his... Oh, yeah. Wait, we didn't even mention that. Class. Criminal. He's, <laughs> he's suing Adam Ackerman for defamation of character, which is an all-time loser movie. Um, well... Drop my computer into it. Anyway, he also stole my money. My number four yeah. here. He stole money from welfare to build a volleyball stadium. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's, 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 off, that, that's off the field. Good stuff. quarterback, though. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, OJ Simpson was an excellent four. running back, by the way. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> number four. Um, this guy's only on here, not because of the stats, not because of the. I mean, he's on here because he won four. Joe Montana is going to be number four. Um, I don't think this guy. Now, let me back up. Four Super Bowls hard to do. You got Jerry Rice. You got a really good team around you. Still hard to do. That's why you're on the list in the first place. Joe Montana stat lines overrated. He had Jerry Rice. He was throwing the ball. He's the best wide receiver of all time. I don't think anyone should ever break that. Um, <clears throat> so, not to give him his credit. I mean, he was an all-time winner. He still put up. Pretty good stats, um, you know, not top ten all time in the major categories, but he's still notable. He's definitely a winner, and uh, he was highly regarded as the goat for a long time. So definitely uh, My number four is going to be Peyton Manning. Uh, Manning, two Super Bowls, um, was highly touted coming out of college. Lived up to the hype after a bad rookie year. Um, all-time winner, uh, won a ton of games, just came up at the wrong time when he ran into a Patriots dynasty in the early part of his career. Ending of his career, um, he had one of the most dominant seasons ever, broke records, and then followed it up with just a terrible season where he got dragged to a Super Bowl. But nonetheless, won the Super Bowl, didn't have to do it, locked in his second, making him an official winner. Um, so, I mean, just an all-time great. Uh, I don't. Th- I think he could have won a few more, and then he'd be higher up on the list. Two, I feel like, is kind of disappointing. But then again, I don't think it's through a lot of fault of his own. He just got outcoached. Um, his team got outcoached a lot. Um, so I have Manning at number four. Tuck. 
I have Montana at number four. Um, great winner, just not. I don't think as good of a quarterback as the rest of the guys on these on this list. Um, I I mean I think Cam kind of hit the nail on the head. All time winner, just the stats weren't incredible, and he had the best wide receiver of all time to go with him. So I think there was definitely a lot of space for him to be great. Um, but yeah, number four on my list because he's still one of the best of all time. Still. Um, number four, I'm also going to go Peyton Manning. Um, like Trace said, ran into, um, a stacked quarterback position rest of the league in his prime. And I think that hurts him on the all time list, but the man was still incredible quarterback. Definitely didn't want to play against him. Uh, still found a way to win two Super Bowls. Um, and he's just a good guy, you know. That 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 plays a factor, you know. Want you know, want to hate I'm, him real bad, Cam? Um, oh, there were some bad things that came. Were we talking about Peyton? Yeah. There's some bad things. Wasn't there some bad things that came out about him? Uh, what the HGH stuff? Not just the HGH. I'm pretty sure there were some college things that were pretty. Oh bad. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Not yeah. confirmed. Allegedly. Alleged. Alleged bad guy. Well, again, the Sean Watson behavior. I I don't know what was going on. Yeah, it was uh, Sean Watson. He don't. I don't know. I don't even know anything about the stats. <laughs> I just look, I just look at the list of just a good some guy. of the best QBs of all time. I I put him ahead of a lot of the rest. So number four, Peyton Manning. Cameron three. I got Peyton Manning number three here. Um, a lot of good points you guys have brought up about my friend here. Um, you know, he went to four, two and two, and oh, just an all-around consistent guy. Now, Payton also dealt with some of the greatest receivers of all time, uh, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, his early years, but he didn't have that, that winning gene to get by the Patriots at that time. And uh, I see where this is up. I think I know who your number three, two is going to be. I mean, I don't know if you do. Um, it better not be. Payne, <laughs> Payne and Brady were the were the two that talked about two and, and uh, at uh, growing up, and he's, uh, he's a childhood hero of mine. A lot of fun to watch, but he's uh, not as good as the the next two. And Eli's not on my list. I I thought you were setting this up for uh, Eli Manning. Eli just misses the list. Uh, more more of a winner than Rodgers, though. Uh, my number three is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Um, so, obviously, kind of a hot take very early in his career to already declare him as the third best quarterback of all time. But you look at what his stats are. You look at his winning. You look at, you know, his, he's already got two MVPs, two Super Bowls. He's shattering every single you know, record for five-year starter. Um, he's more agile than Brady, probably has a better arm, uh, can improvise better. Um, so obviously the big question is going to be if he can continue this level of success because then he will propel himself to number one. Or he could definitely slip back down the list, I think, if he doesn't live up to the to the uh, the mean, the, the, the what's in front of him. 
Um, he has, you know, a long career ahead of him. I think he will need to win at least five Super Bowls to get into that top one uh, position. Um, I still think I still have him at three because I think there's some other there's another all time winner that's ahead of him. Um, but to me, just everything you're seeing, he is the perfect quarterback. Um, the only thing is that the only problem with his game is I think he gets a little bored and um, makes mistakes. Like he goes out there and he's just like, I'm just having fun. And he's going to throw it, throw a no look pass for an interception. Um, I think he'll clean it up as he gets older. Um, but I don't see there's how there's any way that this guy does not end up as a top three quarterback all time at the worst uh, if he continues on this trajectory. Tucker? Um, my number, I'm on three, right? Mm-hmm. Is also Pat Mahomes. Um, I think, yeah, he's on a trajectory to be one of the greatest of all time. Uh, but number one and two, I think, just have the stats over him right now. I think he definitely can surpass at least one of them. I'm not sure if he'll ever be able to surpass Brady. I think it's in the realm of possibilities at this point, but I'm definitely saying it's improbable, uh, especially due to the fact that head-to-head in the playoffs, Brady won every time. Um, but I just, the guy is incredible. He does things that no one's ever been able to do before, and he needs to be put on this list for that reason. Also, if he retired right now, he'd be a Hall of Famer. So you kind of have to put him in the top group of guys. Um, Dylan? Yeah, I'm, out, I'm, I'm following suit. I'm going to have a home as well. I think we're going to have all the top, top three the same. Um, I don't think so. So, um, every single year that he's started, he's been in the Pro Bowl. Uh, his first career or his first season starting. He had the most touchdowns in the league with a big 50-burger. Uh, he actually had the most last year as well. I think he's tied for the most. Um, unbelievable stats already. Like Trey said, I think there's an argument as Hall of Famer right now, for sure, even though he's only played five seasons, right? He's, yeah, it's his uh, sixth, six, but he only started for five. He only played one game in his first year, so I don't really count that. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, he had no he had no uh, like rookie season. He was just a great. He was just better than everybody else day one. Yep. Um, and that's pretty hard to do. I mean, if you say like, well, this guy had a nine year career. Uh, yeah, but his first three, he played a total of seven games, and the last one, he was halfway half injured for most season. And then, like, yeah, he's he's a Hall of Famer. Look at his stats. Like, this, Mahomes has only played five full seasons, but every single season he's been like arguably the best QB in the league. So, um, yeah, put him at number three already. Matt, Wild Matt, to say though. The Bears picking Mitch Trubisky over him may go down as the worst pick in NFL history, depending on how how they, well he how good he ends I up. I think the Texans need to go onto that list now too. Yeah, Did Deshaun Watson go before or after? He went before, I think. I think it was Mitch before. first, then Deshaun, then uh, like I, that might be that's a pretty bad pick as well. Yeah, well, at least they got had some success with him. The Bears and got rid of Trubisky. Well, Mitch is the Nickelodeon MVP. 
I'm sorry, how the MVPs does Well, they, they hand them out all the time. So. Or Mahomes, even. Mahomes has got... Uh, Mahomes has to two, have at least one? three MVPs. No, he has no MVPs. No. Um, he doesn't have the first MVP. Mitch is the only one with the first MVP. No, I don't think he has any MVPs. They hand one out every week now. That's sad. No, they have one game in the regular season and one playoff game. Well, they have yeah, their, he doesn't have an MVP. They hand out... They have their slime time show and they give out MVP every week to a player. So. No shot. <laughs> well, it's true. I've seen it. Um, Cam, number two. Yeah, now that this guy doesn't have an MVP, it's kind of scaring me. But I got Mahomes at two. Um, I think after this season and just kind of looking back and now that the comparisons are happening, he's got he's bowl eligible, he's got two, so he's eligible for the list. And just comparing Peyton, same amount of Super Bowls, and he's much better than Peyton was. That's Peyton why I have him ahead of Peyton. Field, but, just, but just more athletic and more talented. Montana has four. He might be already ahead of him in some of these steps. Um, I think just the trajectory combined with the fact that he's he is a first ballot of Famer of the entire day. Um, you're, it's exciting, I think. It's exciting that we get to watch this guy. And uh, he's our number two in, in my list. And this is all based on trajectory, obviously, uh, as well. But I, I'm confident. He's a sandbagger. Um, all right, my number two is going to be Joe Montana. Now, you guys put him lower on your list. Is his stats being your your biggest thing and, and having Jerry Rice? I mean, I don't really put a lot of thought into the guys you have around a quarterback. If he can't get the ball there, it doesn't matter. He was, I still, still is, the best postseason quarterback of all time. He had a passer rating of 95.6. With 50, almost 5,800 yards, 45 touchdowns, and 21 interceptions in 23 playoff games in his career. Think about Brady. You think about Mahomes. Think about Manning. They've had some real dud playoff games. Joe Montana never really did. The reason I have him at number two right now is four Super Bowls is very hard to do. Um, four Super Bowls is very hard to do. And uh, Mahomes has two now. He could have three. Lost one. He also never lost the Super Bowl in Montana. Uh, Brady um, has struggled in the playoffs, as we know. He's struggled in some Super Bowls. He's turned it on, but he's struggled in the first half of Super Bowls. Um, so I just think Montana, It's I, t- I put a lot of stock into Super Bowl wins. Uh, four is incredible. Uh, he was, like Cam said, considered the GOAT until probably 2014-ish when, when Brady won his fourth, and then things started to flip on him. But... Um, you know, I still think he had the stats necessary. I still think he uh, won the Super Bowls necessary. I still, still think he was cool enough. Joe Cool. Um, so I think that's actually Joe Namath. But anyways, Joe Montana is my number two. I think Mahomes has a chance of passing him um, if he wins one more Super Bowl. Um, and he, even if he doesn't win another Super Bowl and he puts up crazy numbers and retires with two, I still think there's a chance he would end up a second at the highest. But right now, I just I think four Super Bowls is tough to overcome, so I'm putting uh, Montana at two. Tucker, uh, my number two is Peyton Manning. Uh, I just think he, I put him above guys like Montana because I believe he's a winner on top of also being a top tier quarterback. I just think that if you put, if I'm picking a team. 
and I have the choice between Peyton Manning and Joe Montana, I'm taking Peyton Manning 10 times out of 10. I just think he's a better quarterback. I think he's all around just better at his position. But um, the reason I put him over Mahomes is I think he has as good, he has a few support like Mahomes, he has records just like Mahomes, but he just has the longevity that Mahomes does not have yet, which I think keeps him over Mahomes for now. So he has the uh, combination of accolades and ability that I think can get you to that number two spot. Dale? Yeah, I'm using <clears throat> the same uh, logic, Tucker, but that's why I'm putting a Montana at number two. The longevity over Mahomes, uh, I think there's still a factor there. Um, you know, in three years from now, if Mahomes continues what he's doing, I think he'll surpass um, Montana in my eyes, especially if Mahomes wins one more Super Bowl within those years. Uh, but like Trey said, winning four, not losing a Super Bowl, being an all-time, probably one of the, I mean, it's probably him or Brady as the best um, playoff quarterback. I mean, uh, Montana 16 and seven in his postseason career. That's pretty pretty good. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Montana too. Brady's Brady's pass rating is 89.8. So, and and he played in an era where offensive football was was valued more than defense, which Montana did not. All right, uh, everybody want to say their number one on three? Three. One, two. Yeah. Three, two, one to Brady. Brady. All right, everybody has Brady, obviously. We, do we have to go into detail? Obviously, no, seven Super no, Bowls. No, please, no. Yeah, seven Super Bowls. We've talked a lot about Tom on this podcast. Greatest to ever do it. I will say if Mahomes – I think, I, like I said, if Mahomes gets five, I think he can pass Brady as long as his stats are insane enough. Cam, I thought there was going to be a point where you were going to get uh, sneak Eli onto the list because you were like talking about how uh, Peyton's lower on your list because he could never really beat Brady, and I thought that was like a fly in. It would have been a good time to do it. Yeah, I thought that was. You were I'm gonna a realist, guys. I'm a realist. He's guys a first ballot Hall Brady. <laughs> you think he's a first ballot? We'll see. I guess. Um, all right, yes. movie time. Who watched the movie? I, I think we need to, to do it again. Nobody same wants the movie. movie. I think I think we should do the same movie again. No. So that all of us can watch it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. No, we didn't. We didn't watch it. Oh no. We didn't watch it. It's first of all, it's not on any streaming platform, so I don't know how we were supposed to watch it. Um, without yeah, that's me, fact, you, know, you don't know how Amazon Prime works. I don't use Amazon Prime actually. I don't have Amazon Prime. Different movie. Everyone has to watch it. Well, Cam, you get to pick now. That was Tucker's pick. Nobody watched. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is huge. This is huge. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with a recent watch, but it, it definitely ties into uh, Trey's home life recently. I don't know if anybody else has been on this wave. I'm going with Harry Potter Goblet. Uh, <laughs> it's recently turned into a 
potentially my favorite. Just it's whatever you watch Harry Potter is pretty much all recency bias. I have I have a lot of thoughts on this movie. This is a reason why I'm not using your book. Uh, then you watch another one and respect that. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this one that I'll go over next week. But Harry so Potter, Goblet of Fire, everyone has to watch. Yeah. Oh, or you're losing a point. This is not. This is not really. This is not one of my favorites of, of the Harry Potter movies. It's, it's like controversial. It. We'll talk about it next week. It's 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 either you love it or you hate it. So it's. I just don't think it's as good as people say. Anyway, we'll watch it again. All right, that's our show. Wasted takes episode 163. Um, check us out on our social. Please vote for me. I need a point, man. I need to get in the, in the game. Um. And we will see you. Thanks for getting wasted with us. And we will see you next time. So long.